Hey girl, welcome to the Living a Life Unlimited podcast, a podcast designed for the woman who wants it all in this one life we get to live. I'm your host, life coach and mindset expert, Allison Cheatham, and I'll be teaching you how to create and live a life on your terms, a life unlimited. You ready? Hey, you guys, how are you? Welcome back to another week, another episode of Living a Life Unlimited. I hope you're having an amazing week, but I am so excited to bring you today's topic. It came to me actually laying in bed this morning, and it's, I feel like, a simple topic, or maybe, I don't even know if it's a common topic, but I was like, oh my God, that would be super helpful. I wish I would have had that when I started out or when I see other people do ideas like this or topics like this. I always love digging into their perspective and their experiences to learn from others and see what they could have avoided if they knew that they could have avoided on this road of entrepreneurship. So that's what I want to bring you today is really diving into my top 10 lessons of entrepreneurship. And since I've become an entrepreneur, since I've been in this industry, What are, I don't want to call them mistakes because they really are lessons, right? But what are some lessons that I've personally gone through and had to maybe learn the hard way that I could pass on to you so you don't have to experience the hardships of what I went through? (laughs) You're still going to have your challenges. You're still going to have your experiences by all means. If you're choosing the entrepreneurship route, please know that. But if I can do my part and share and help you avoid some of these lessons, like let's do it because they were some challenging lessons, if I must say so myself. So in no specific order, in no most important or most least or numbered or anything like that, I just literally jotted down the top 10 things that I felt would be the most beneficial for me to bring to you on this podcast. So the top 10 lessons of my entrepreneurship journey that I'm sharing with you. Let's dive in. Number one is you have to know going into this, if you're going to do entrepreneurship, that it is going to be tough and that it's going to be challenging. You are going to be embarrassed. You are going to fail, right? And I might lose some of you on this first tip, right? Because no one wants to fail. No one wants to be embarrassed. No one wants to humiliate themselves, put themselves out there, become rejected or whatever it may be, right? But I'm here to tell you that that is required to get you to where you want to be. So go ahead and do yourself a favor and just like accept that this is part of the journey, right? The quicker that you accept that and you know that this is going to happen and you can shift your perspective around it, that that's what's required and is what's going to get you from point A to point B or to the life that you ultimately dream of. It's going to be a little bit easier to deal with, maybe a little bit more bearable if you're prepared ahead of time. So Right here, right now, I'm going to tell you it's not all butterflies and rainbows, right? (laughs) If you're continuing to challenge yourself and continuing to grow and put yourself out there, you're going to cry some tears. (laughs) Um, But when you do this, know that you're one step closer to figuring it out, right? So that's where people go wrong is they assume that this thing that they think that's gone wrong, right, means that they're never going to have the thing that they're after. They make it mean that they can't do this or can't have this. Um, And that leads me into one of my tips later on. I'm getting ahead of myself. But they think that they can't have it. So 
I'm just not going to keep going. So when things get difficult, people just back out, right? If you know they're going to get difficult, let's prepare for that ahead of time and create like some thoughts and some action items and some different things to just be prepared so we don't abort mission. Every day you have to be willing to work on your belief and you have to be willing to experience your emotions and your feelings and reveal what you're making them mean about you to heal maybe past traumas that you know existed or you didn't know existed, right? From childhood possibly. But every day that you turn inward and you look at things that are triggersome for you or every day that you look at these limiting beliefs and you are working actively to grow through them, you are one thought closer, you are one day closer to gaining this business, to the client, the relationship, whatever it may be as an entrepreneur, right? The more you actively do this work, the closer you are to getting what you want, even when you fail, right? Like, great, now I know that that didn't work. I can now try something else. It's like a trial and error thing. Instead of looking at it like, great, I failed. This isn't going to work and get me out of here. Great, I failed. I know that's not going to work. How can I move forward from this? So the tip, like tip number one overall is knowing and being prepared for the hardships of entrepreneurship, knowing that it's not going to be butterflies and rainbows, but also knowing that failure is a part of it and if you can shift your perspective on that and actively do the mindset and inner work that's required daily you can do this right (laughs) I know that may sound scary or hard or challenging to some of you but when you're able to fully identify what is in your way you can you have no other option than to live a life unlimited because you're revealing and healing the thing that's stopping you from doing that, right? So to get to where you want to be, it's going to be required to do this type of work in entrepreneurship, right? So just know that going in. Step one overall is be ready for the letdowns, but don't make them mean anything about you. Get right back up and go after it again, okay? Number two, the second lesson. I think I just said step one, but you get my drift. So the second lesson as an entrepreneur Decide what you stand for for yourself, what you believe builds successful clientele, a successful business. What do you actually believe in? What do you value yourself? What do you stand for? What do you not stand for, right? Getting really clear and identifying that. And then from there, doing some research, finding a mentor, a coach, or someone who believes in what you believe in. Someone who stands for what you stand for and who values what you value. I've had multiple coaches throughout my journey of entrepreneurship and the ones that I found believed in what I believed in were much healthier relationships that lasted in the long run. So decide for you, what do you stand for? Do you believe that a successful business is created by strategy only? Is created by the power of your thoughts and mindset only? Do you believe that it's a combination, right? That's going to play a big role in who you hire to lead you. And if you don't know where you stand and what you stand for, you're going to try everything just hoping that it will work, which I have personal experience in. (laughs) So I'm bringing this to you, right? So that leads me to the third lesson is remaining true to who you are in the process of entrepreneurship, right? And using your voice and never losing sight of just who you are as a person, who you are as a business owner, right? Success 
looks different for many people. And I lost myself through this journey twice trying to become something that I thought I had to be in order to create success, right? And that's why I was willing to dabble around, which leads me to the fourth lesson in different coaches Avoid dabbling around in multiple coaches who teach the same thing, right? But that's why I did that was because I didn't know what I stood for. I was trying to do anything of what I thought would create success and I lost myself in that process. I was so far left at one point that I didn't even know which way was right anymore, right? I was doing things that I wasn't aligned with as a human. I was doing things that, to be completely honest, it's it's painful to go back and watch, but there are videos of me when I very first started this journey and not from a space of, it is from a space of growth, but I completely altered my personality to be what I thought success looked like. Like that's absolutely insane to me and I couldn't see it. That's the, that's the most powerful thing in that is I couldn't see how much I was changing because I thought I was changing into the highest version of myself, right? But really I was altering all of me to become this version of what I thought success was. Success looks like you, right? So define that for yourself and never lose sight of who you are in this journey because you are you specifically are going to be the selling factor and why your business is successful. And when you go changing you as a person and what you value and what you believe in, no wonder things aren't going to go so great, right? (laughs) So deciding what you stand for and what you believe in on a personal level and on a business level is going to be huge in who you hire to help you get to the next level. It's also going to be huge in helping you remain in who you are as a person and it's going to help avoid you dabbling around and doing all the things and having shiny object syndrome, right? (laughs) But another thing that dabbling around in multiple coaches shows is you, one, like I said, are willing to do whatever it takes to create success. So if this isn't working, then I'm gonna try here. If that's not working, then I'm gonna try here. And that was my exact mentality, but what that revealed at that point in my business and I wasn't able to see it either, was I thought that a coach or this specific person or this specific program had the answers that I was looking for instead of realizing that the answers to success and this life unlimited that I wanted for myself and this vision that I had ultimately came from me and within, right? I was placing the power in a coach or in the results that they were going to help me get or in a program. And I believe so deeply that they had the answers and were going to give it to me. And when that didn't happen, I was jumping around shiny, shiny object syndrome thinking that it was this person and it was this thing instead of seeing it was me, right? So that success only lasted for so long because I wasn't doing the actual belief work that creates true success, that creates long term success and long lasting results, right? So of course I had success. I was trying all these strategies. It was a six figure year that year. So of course it worked. But at the end of the day, I realized I had lost myself. I was doing things that I wasn't proud of. I wasn't aligned with the business that I was teaching. And I believed that I wasn't in charge of those results, right? So how like depowering is that there's no less motivating like fact than to realize that someone else holds the power of your success. And that's not true at all, but that's how I was placing it, was in the coach or in the program. 
The success lies within me. The success lies within you, not a specific coach or a program, right? The longer that you can't see that, the longer that it's going to take for your results to be consistent that are actually long lasting. Again, you might have some great wins (laughs) and it might work for a little while, but it's not actively working on your belief system, right? So number five, lesson number five, be willing to have tough conversations. This was a tough one for me, my friends. I've really worked through people-pleasing tendencies throughout this journey and having tough conversations was always difficult for me. And I would say that this is something that I still challenge myself on and I never run from the conversation now as I used to, but it still is very scary for me, right? I want people to like me. I don't want them to be upset with me. Um, I don't want to hurt them or by any means, right? So I used to bend over backwards or avoid conversations or avoid letting people know how I truly felt. And it was doing nothing but harming my own self or harming that specific relationship at that time. So being willing to have tough conversations is going to help you grow and basically put yourself in your place, put people in their place, not from a mean way, but like I'm not available for this type of behavior anymore, right? Or whatever that may look like. There's a saying out there that the most successful people are the ones who are willing to have tough conversations. And I totally agree with that, right? Because unless you're willing to set that boundary and and create this, this is a non-negotiable, I'm no longer available for this, things will continue to happen that you're not ultimately happy with, right? So be willing to have these tough conversations to weed out those who are no longer for you, those who are holding you back or just those that you've completely outgrown, right? And then lesson number six, likes and comments mean nothing. (laughs) So from personal experience, I was very tied to numbers and them meaning and success, right? I, if you don't know me, my history is in competitive gymnastics, right? So from the age of six on, I was judged by how well I performed by numbers. And I put that together and was like, oh my gosh, like no wonder the first thing I do is look at likes. The first thing I do is look at these numbers. No, the first thing that I do is tie the amount of money and the numbers to success, right? It made sense for me. So I just want to show you, like, I've had to do a lot of work around that, that it doesn't truly mean success. So for you, if you tie likes and comments to success, where does that stem from? And what does success actually mean to you? You will find that it's not numbers, (laughs) Uh, more than likely, right? So there have been posts that that I have received 20 likes on and, you know, have almost a multiple six-figure business. There have been posts with a couple engagements, like three to six comments or three to six people commenting and engaging. I've seen people with an email list of like 200 making $800,000. Like it does not matter, right? Until you think that it matters. So until you think that it's the likes and the comments that not enough people are seeing it and not enough people are liking it and not enough people are engaging, then you will create not enough people liking it, not enough people engaging with it because that's where your focus is. So really pay attention to that. And to add on to this like numbers part, really only look at numbers from an analytical point of view 
when you're in the right headspace to truly come from a place of curiosity, right? And what I mean by this is how many people clicked on the sales page or my website today or open the email or whatever it may be, right? If you're going to go in there and see that number and it's going to knock you down to where you struggle get, getting back up, I'm going to advise you to not to do that. <laughs> and while I think it's amazing to see how can we grow in this, that is the perspective that you need to have going in and looking like at analytics, right? Seeing, okay, interesting, coming from a place of true curiosity and not self-judgment, but this sales page was clicked on three times more today than it was yesterday. What did I say today that was more intriguing for the person to open it or da, 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 right? That's a completely different scenario and self-evaluation rather than self-judgment, right? You're seeing what you could have done differently. You're seeing what worked. You're seeing what didn't work instead of judging yourself and coming from a victim mentality and poor pitiful me and spiraling and then not doing anything about it, right? So there is a right time to look at numbers in general and analytics, but it's when you're in the space of true curiosity and learning. So keep that in mind. Lesson number seven is creating and having structure in your everyday business will be your best friend. And when you can do this, you will build trust in yourself. You will build follow through in yourself. You will build consistency and everything just continues to flow so easily and so effortlessly. And you get into this routine and you create a new habit, right? It just helps with showing up consistently for the people who need you because when you are working for yourself, it can be very easy to get out of a routine or to be very lenient with your schedule. And because you had the flexibility and the freedom, right, you may be way too lenient. And I've had that moment for myself too that I was like, I've got to get some work done. Like I <laughs> I think it was like the first six months after I truly quit my job and went full time in my business. I think I just kind of played around for the first six months trying to figure it out, right? <laughs> like I actually wasn't running a full time business the way that I desired because I didn't have to was my thought process, right? And I was like, no, like that's what creates a successful business is the structure is, yes, still having the freedom and flexibility to, to choose, but also realizing that the structure gave me also freedom and flexibility because when I was not working, I didn't have to worry about not working because I'd already done it, right? <laughs> Instead of it being subconsciously on my mind. So realizing that structure and boundaries and just follow through and consistency is going to be huge for you when it comes to a successful business as an entrepreneurship. Number eight, lesson number eight, trust your gut and your intuition. So no matter what you feel, no matter who's saying what, how they're coaching you, really continue to lean into what you know is best for you. But, 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 right? If you just have that gut feeling, you know that, you know when your intuition is speaking to you, pay attention to that, right? But what I want you to be mindful of is to not fall into this, this doesn't feel good trap, right? I can see that happen a lot. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but just evaluate that question and it might truly not feel good, right? Or evaluate that answer for yourself in that statement. And it could very well be true. This thing that you're thinking about just may truly not feel good. But question, where is that coming from? Because guess what? Fear doesn't feel good. 
if you're scared to death of the thing that is going to be required or the conversation you're going to have or the thing you got to post or the video you have to do, whatever it may be, if you're scared to death of that, guess what? It's not going to feel good. <laughs> and your brain is going to try to talk you out of doing the thing in all the ways it knows how. That intuition and that gut feeling could be a logical excuse that it falls back on. So how do you be aware of this, right? The most powerful question you can ask yourself is, if fear wasn't involved, would this still be my answer, right? Fear of it not working out, fear of failure, fear of whatever it may be. And then you can answer. From your answer, you will know if it's fear and where you're choosing it from, or you will know if it's your true gut reaction and your gut feeling, okay? Lesson number nine, be intentional with everything that you do. Connect the dots, my friend. And what I mean by that is being intentional and connecting the dots if you are actively working on a limiting belief of there's not enough money, right? Let's just throw that example in there. So when you see money in your car door handle and you reaffirm money is easy, money comes to me effortlessly, money is all around me, right? Connect the dots that you're actively working on that money belief. If you are actively working on a health goal, right? And you want to lose five pounds. Maybe you step on the scale and you see that you've lost two pounds. Connect the dots mentally. I have lost two pounds, three more to go, right? When you can connect the dots and you can see that you're actively working on what you're working on, it's going to build confidence. It's going to build evidence that you're already doing it, that you see evidence that this is possible, that it's already happening, right? It's going to build inspiration and motivation for you to keep going and keep working on this thing. So connect the dots with what you're working on. Be intentional with everything that you do. The second part of being intentional, are you doing things for the right reason or is it for show, right? Is it because it's something that you think that you need to be doing or you think that it's going to make you look a certain way and that's why you're doing it and it's not aligned, it's not intentional, you just think that you need to be doing it, right? I held off on this podcast for so long. I think it was almost a year. I think it was it was over a year. It was February of 2019 to July of 2020 is how long I held off on this podcast because what I noticed was it seemed like it was what everyone wanted to do when they got to a certain space in their business. I didn't want to do it because everyone else was doing it, right? Or I didn't want to do it because I thought I had to do it. I held off until it felt right for me. So are you doing things intentionally, purposely, purposefully, or for the right or wrong reasons? It's going to be super important to realize. And then the last lesson of entrepreneurship, I'm sure there are plenty more, but 10 of them are plenty for this episode. <laughs> and I kind of touched on this earlier at the beginning of the, the episode itself, but just because what you're after has not happened yet, maybe you haven't signed the client, maybe you haven't hit the 5K month or the 10K month, or you haven't filled out your practice or whatever it may be, right? Just because it hasn't happened yet does not mean that it's not happening. It doesn't mean that it's not for you. It doesn't mean that you're not good at this. It doesn't mean 
anything until you make it mean those things with those thoughts, right? I need you to trust, trust, and trust that it is yours because you're actively showing up, working on the mindset, working on the thoughts, shattering the limiting beliefs, taking aligned action every single day and knowing because you're doing that work that it is yours, that it is on its way, that it's already done, right? What I see so often is when we don't get that result, we give up halfway through. We make it mean that especially like through a launch or something, right? Like maybe one person signs up at the beginning of a launch and midway through or it's a two-week launch and maybe day 12 or day 11, no one else has signed up, right? So we think we're just going to throw in the towel. It means no one wants what we have to offer. So we just automatically assume no one else is going to buy when there's two days left and we just throw in the towel and we're all done and we're like, screw it, right? We just have this awful mentality and you make it mean something about you instead of holding the faith, trusting and believing all the way through the finish line, right? If you still believed with two days left that someone needed your services, how would you be showing up differently, right? So just because it hasn't happened doesn't mean it's not happening at all. Continue to keep that in mind. So those are my top 10 lessons of entrepreneurship so far. So that is all I have for you today. If you're loving these episodes, go ahead and screenshot you listening to them. Tag me on Instagram at Allison Cheatham underscore and I will see you next week. Bye guys. If you're picking up what I'm putting down and want to take this work even deeper, I want to invite you to work with me privately in creating a life that's on your terms. Learn the tools, the knowledge, and the mindset approach to create anything you desire from here on out. Six months, you and me, and a lifetime of results. You've got one life to live. Let's make it count. The link to apply will be in the show notes.